poke people in the eyes, and it's very illegal, uh, but I do it. Now I'm kind of known for it. And, uh... Woo! What's up, everybody? What the fuck is up? I am your high, hungry, humble, happy, and late host, Yugi, and welcome to the chillest podcast in the world, the I Poke Podcast. Yeah, I'm almost at a 10 full episodes, bro, and I know y'all don't give a flying fuck, but I'm surprised I made it to five. I'm even more surprised people actually listen, man. My listens have been going up lately, and I'm liking this, man. I like this. I'm sorry I'm late this week. I had some serious audio issues, bro, <laughs> and I know I might even sound a little different, and it's because I spilled a brew on my mic, dog, man. I'm so trash. So trash. I didn't realize it until I had fully recorded and did playback, bro. It was so bad. So much static. So bad. But I'm here. I made it. It's a wonderful day. We actually have plenty, plenty to talk about, man. I don't know where you're at on this beautiful planet, but where I'm at, it's a beautiful day, man. The weather is amazing, and the world feels good. I'm just chilling, chilling. I feel good. I feel nice, man. Nothing major, nothing too serious. Girlfriend is at work. The kid is running around this house just tearing stuff up. We're in full quarantine mode. Before I got dressed, I was in the road, man. Just chilling. Not a care in the world. One of those good moments. I've been chilling all week because it was my birthday week. Um, round of applause for that one. Yeah. I got all my gifts ahead of time because I'm an adult. I don't play that shit. Don't wrap nothing up. Just give me my present. Just give it to me. Just give it. Um, If you're going to get me something, just tell me what it is, man. I hate surprises, bro. I'm grown. But life is good, man. Life is really good. It's always good to reflect on the year. And I made nothing but steady progress in life. Great job. Nice car. Girlfriend's happy. Kid is happy. Got my own place, plenty of weed all the time, still allowed to work. Like, I don't have to work around people, you know, I'm not like at risk to this COVID shit. You know, you just got to appreciate the simple things, man. You can't judge your life by other people's standards. You have to find your own standards. And my standard is pretty much being happy, man. It's not monetary. It's not based on my possessions. It's, It's based on my internal happiness. Now, I do understand that does depend on some of the things that I did just mention, because if I was poor, I don't think I'd be happy, bro. Like, I I love having a roof over my head and love being able to play my video games and stuff like that. But I just try to make sure my true happiness is like based on the merit of my happiness alone, bro. And I hope that makes sense to y'all. And I know I'm starting to ramble that positive stuff again that everybody tells me to shut up about. Yeah, I hear you guys. I know, I know. Uh, So I'm going to take a break. I'm going to take a rip. And then I'm going to move on to some MMA news. We've got a lot to talk about. Be right back. All right. All right, we're back. We are back. Good to give you guys some MMA news. I took a rip. So you guys are going to have to deal with me if I do lose track. Because, whoa. But, uh, yeah, UFC 249. It's a go. It's a fucking go. It is in Florida. Everybody, we need to get Dana. Dana White, bro. 
big balls. Big balls. Salute to this dude for pulling it off, man. I guess Florida managed to be good for something. <laughs> I'm just playing around, man. I actually used to live there. That was the first place that I ate like some really weird food. The guy gave me something. He was like, this is the chicken of the tree. And I ate it, and it was great. And then he tells me afterwards that it's fucking iguana. Ugh. I mean, it was great, though. I actually, I've eaten it again. It's not bad at all. Uh, UFC 249 is a stacked card. It's stacked. But in these Rona times, I feel like some of it's going to get, like, you know, some of these fights might get canceled. I'm hoping for the best, though. It's pretty much the remade UFC 249 card from before with the addition of Cejudo versus Cruz and Alexi Olenek and Fabricio Verdum. Ooh, card super stacked. I'm loving this card. Uh, but like I said, it's mainly stuff that we've seen before or we've or I've talked about before and that you guys have seen. So I'm not going to do a full breakdown. I will give some predictions for betting sake for my betting heads out there. But I do believe I've given a breakdown on these fights before. Maybe the last two episodes, one one of them. I don't know. I don't know. I've definitely talked about the majority of these fights, though. And if I haven't, I've like posted the episode. Then I've you know, I've gone through it. I think I talked about it. I made an entire podcast and like last week, and I had to like not post it because of all the action going on. And then kind of the same thing happened this week, but it was due to audio issues. So whatever. Let's run this down real quick, man. Real quick, real quick. Top of the card. Top of the card. Tony versus Justin, man. Spoke on this before. I'm siding with Justin. I don't know why, man. I just got that feeling that Justin's going to catch Tony. I'm okay with being wrong because I desperately want to see Tony versus Khabib, man. Desperately. It's the fight. I spoke on it before. It's just the fight. Uh, but the MMA guys don't love us, bro. They've shown us multiple times before. And I think they're going to show us again. I think this is going to be another example of that. And I don't want to be the negative Nancy. I'm always positive Yugi. But it's starting to give me that Anderson Silva versus GSP vibe. You know? So I'm just going to leave on that note. Cejudo versus Cruz. That's a hard one for me, man. Because I'm a fan of both of these guys. Cruz stylistically has a huge advantage on the feet, but Cejudo has shown an ability to adapt to anything, man. He, he's out of his world with his ability to adapt, so I'm actually going to roll with Cejudo on this one. I think Cruz should have took a tune-up fight. He's been out for a while again. Took a tune-up fight last time, and it worked in his favor. He's not taking a tune-up fight this time, and yeah, I don't think that's going to work out to his favor. Francis versus Rosenstreich is a strange one, but I'm going with Francis, man. The Predator takes no prisoners. And although Biggie Boy won his last fight, he was getting dominated until he landed that last punts and ripped Overeem's face in half. I got Francis in one, maybe two. Stevens versus Cater may be the only bet I'm running off of pure emotion, bro. I want Cater to win. I want Cater to win so bad. I love Cater, bro. Dude, it's just a joy to watch. Fight, man. I got Cater winning this one for sure, but Stevens is a tough out for anyone. I kind of feel that Cater got the short end of the stick having to deal with the whole, like, I think their fight was scheduled for five rounds, then it was, like, scheduled for three rounds, then it was canceled, then it was uncanceled, then it was moved. Like, he dealt with a lot. I think he got the short end of the stick on that one when he just wanted to fight. So I'm, 
like really excited to see Calvin back in action. Cowboy versus Pettis. Ugh, I don't want to talk about this one too much. I'm betting on Cowboy. Both of these guys need a win. Both of them. Both of him. Or both of them need a win. Rolling with Cowboy, man. He just shows more positive sides, and I'm a Cowboy fan. But I wouldn't be surprised if Pettis snuck this one by. Cowboy seems to be a bit long in the tooth, as they say. I never understood that saying. Like, do people' teeth grow longer as they get older? It's like, I don't know. I, know. I don't know. Might sound like a stupid question. I don't. I've never understood that saying. And I'm stoned and drifting again, so I'm sorry. Uh, Greg Hardy finds himself magically on the main card. He must have a great manager, bro. But he showed he he had a decent showing in his last fight, man, against Volkov. And I didn't know like that he got injured in like the first round of that fight. So it kind of makes sense the way he carried himself. I watched that fight back again, and it looks like I mean, yeah, his he definitely had an injury with his hand. I don't know who's gonna win this fight. It's against Jurgen DeCastro. And I think this might be like the Hardy Hater dream fight because DeCastro throws fucking bombs, bro. Bombs. And he has a wicked leg kick. Uh, I'm not going to bet on this fight, man. But if I did bet, I would bet on Hardy because of pure athleticism and, you know, probably his ability to land a takedown. Not that we've seen it too much, but I'm going to guess since he was a football player that he has some burst in his takedown. Uh, jiu-jitsu, jiu-jitsu, Alessi Olenek versus Fabrizio Verdum. I'm hyped about this fight, man. This is the one heavyweight fight that I hope goes to the ground. These two dudes are wizards, bro, and I cannot wait. I have Verdum because he's going to be way healthier. He has a lot more stand-up to offer than uh, Alexi. And I just can't wait to see him in action again, man. Bye, hello. I love Fabrizio, man. I've always been a pretty decent Fabricio fan uh took a major L when he rushed in there and got spanked by Stipe that was a weird fight and then he popped or whatever I don't know uh another reason I appreciate Fabricio is because he clocked Colby in the face with a boomerang that's woo. Woo. gotta give that dude a round of applause for that one man gotta give it to him uh What's next? Vicente Luque and Nico Price, bro. Bro. I'm putting money on both sides for, for a finish. Mark my words, man. I don't think this fight's going to last at all, bro. I don't think it's going to last at all. Price can end it from anywhere. Luque has shown time and time again that he's a... He like That dude is tough, man. That dude is tough as hell. So I'm super amped about that fight, man. I'm super amped about that fight. Uh, some mini wins. I got Watterson over Esparza. Huge Karate Hottie fan. Always have been. She's just a gorgeous girl and a gorgeous spirit. Like, she's a cool-ass person. I have Souza beating Uriah Hall. I just, I think Souza has a lot more to offer than Uriah. And I don't know. We've seen what constant pressure does to Uriah Hall and Souza is kind of a pressure fighter. I want to see Alligator Souza, though. I want to see him take it to the ground and get submission. I missed that Souza. I'm taking Bryce Mitchell over Rosa because Bryce Mitchell is a fucking stud. I don't care what he believes about anything. He's just a stud, man. That's it. I think that's it for my fight picks. Sorry for the no breakdowns. With all the cancellation and rescheduling, I've either talked or written about this card like fucking 16 times, man. And honestly, I am burnt the fuck 
out, bro. I'm burnt out. In other news, looks like Matt Brown is trying to get a fight against Carlos Condit, and I am absolutely here to watch these two legends go at it, bro. I will watch Condit fight a fucking light pole, bro. I don't care. I'm always down to watch Condit fight, and this will be the perfect fight to go out and do, man, for them both. Uh, they're both a little older in their games. Matt Brown isn't going to go for a takedown. He's going to stand and bang, and we all know what Condit brings to the table. Unfortunately, Condit's on a string of losses, man. Everybody's been grapple-fucking Condit, bro. Everybody. They just keep grapple-fucking Condit, bro. They just keep grapple-fucking Condit. He deserves to be able to to stand and bang, bro. They should let my dudes stand and bang, man. The level of violence that these two dudes are able to produce and the fact that they're our elder statesmen, we should appreciate this fight, bro. It shouldn't be like any, oh, get these dudes out of here, blah, blah, blah. We should appreciate this fight. I actually hope they end up on UFC 249, but there's no like strong mention of them yet. So I'm kind of just waiting on it. I just, just really hope that happens, bro. Let's move on. Let's move on. In more news, Rockhold. Luke Rockhold. He says he's got the itch to fight again, man. And if he scratches it, he's going to knock himself the fuck out, bro. Uh, honestly, man, I feel like Luke has enough side hustles going on for me to never feel bad about anything he decides to do. He decides to fight and get knocked out again. That's on him. But his chin's gone, man. And even worse, he wants to fight Anderson Silva, somebody who's completely capable of knocking him out. Maybe he should take a fight that's more on his level. Uh, I've seen, well, let's not say Jimmy Manoa, because Jimmy Manoa could send him to the fucking shadow realm to pay me a visit. Uh, but I don't know. There's a fight out there for him. I just don't think it's Anderson. And, and actually, when I let it, like, roll off of my tongue, maybe that is the fight for him. Who knows? Maybe Anderson kicks him in the face and makes my fucking night. Who knows, man? Who knows? Ugh, speaking of sad stuff, oh, man. This is something that actually kind of bothers me a little bit, man. It looks like the coronavirus is hitting the PFL pretty bad, and they have to let a huge portion of their roster go, and they suspended their 2020 season. <sighs> Good luck to them, man. I hate to see, like, the lower organizations go on to do this pandemic bullshit. UFC might be the top of the mountain, but we need these other organizations, man. It's where we get to watch the other talent, or the talent actually develop. Uh, talent doesn't develop in the UFC. I don't care what anybody says. Talent dies in the UFC. These pros don't care that you're, like, new to this game, bro. They're not going to take it easy on you. Uh, and I don't like seeing, like, the smaller organizations, like, go under, bro. I just don't like seeing it. Shout out to them. I hope they really figure it out financially. Shit, I hope all of the lower tier organizations figure it out fi financially, man. We need we need those people. Let's move on. Paulo Costa is still running around with that bullshit wizard doctor of his. <laughs> And it's super wild, too, because he's just, he just must not give a fuck because I'm like 90% sure that Usada suspended that dude for like two fucking years. I don't know. The fact that he calls him a wizard is sketchy enough, but I don't know. This could get Paolo in some trouble or at least a doctor in some trouble. 
Not sketch at all, guys. Not sketch at all. You use your weirdo wizard doctor and you look like a fucking statue. Who knows? <laughs> statue of God. Let me stop. Let me not get started. Um, more news, more news, more news. Johnny Walker. He's busy being an absolute hater. It's calling for John Jones to be stripped of the title way after the fact, which is strange. The court case is settled and everything. He's still like, nah, bro, take that fucking dude. <laughs> He's fucking wildin'. Uh, he says he wants the title stripped and he wants two contenders to fight for the belt. And the more confusing part about it to me is, does he think that he would be one of like those contenders? Like, I don't know. I don't see that happening. What a weirdo, man. Johnny Walker's a weird dude. Still a fan. I'm, I still like him. I'm capable of liking both of these guys, but that's just weird. He's just an awkward guy, man. Weird guy. All right, man. That's it for my news. I'm sorry. There's a fucking pandemic going on. There's shit news, really. Not much going on. So we're going to move on to you guys' favorite part, the friend questions. I will be right back. I'm also going to take a rip. So maybe you guys take a rip with me. Who knows? If you're not a smoker, you know, drink a glass of water. I don't know what you do, bro. But do something with me. Take a little break. Ease your mind. Woo! Time for some friend questions, Doug. Friend questions. It's funny. I always talk about how I hate it doing this at first, and I actually really like it now. Um, after I weeded out the trolls, now I really get some good questions, bro. Um, like, really good questions. Ooh, maybe doing friend questions after eating fucking spicy food was not a good idea. I am hurt right now, bro. My mouth is going through it. Oh, oh, ooh. I'm not the type to take a bunch of takes, so we're going to get through this. All right, first one. Alex Diascola, and I always feel like I wreck his name, bro. You can find him on Twitter at Adascola, A-D-A-S-C-O-L-A-01. Make sure y'all follow me. He's a cool dude, man. Uh, his question. What do you think about how the community laughs at BJ Penn's records, but Mark Hunt and Hendo get a pass? Oh, he has multiple questions. Next question is, what could John do to lose you as a fan? <laughs> if possible. And why, if that isn't the case? And then he has a non-MMA related question. He says, what do you think would change most after lockdown? Good questions, bro. Holy shit. Uh, first off, BJ Penn. I think BJ Penn kind of screwed his legacy over by not retiring when he should have and taken multiple fights when he was clearly should have been done. Uh, with that said, I think the way the MMA community treats him is strictly a byproduct of that. He should have hung up the gloves a long time ago, bro. And getting slumped on every street in Hawaii doesn't help his case at all. Mark Hunt's only blemish outside of the cage really is what the UFC lawsuit, and that's that I know of, huh? And I'm actually genuinely surprised he didn't win. He fought a dude on roids, uh, whatever. And Hendo is untouchable, so I don't know. Hendo, I don't really think Hendo's ever done anything too bad. Maybe I'm just, I don't know. Maybe my casual showing on that note. As for your second question, dude, the John Jones thing, it's the obvious, man. The only thing, like the only thing that can make me really stop being a fan of John is if you like beat up some chicks or something or the big R word that I'm not gonna say on my podcast or murder those types of things. You know, I'm not a fair weather fan. When I'm a fan of a fighter, I'm a fan of a fighter, bro. Look at how a champion Carlos Condit. 
I can't remember the last time Carlos Condit won a fight, bro. It's sad. Oh, it's sad. It's so fucking sad. But I'm still here, man. I'm still a Carlos Condit fan, and I will champion him forever. That's just how I roll. I don't let a few losses change anything, you know? And I'm actually going to talk about something that's related to that later. Um, and as far as for your last question, man, what do I think would change the most after lockdown? I'm not a pessimist, but I am extremely realistic, and I don't think shit will change. Humans have a short-term memory when it comes to stuff like that, man. I think it'll be good for, like, four months where we're all nice and respectful and stuff like that and supportive. And then after that, I think we're going to get right back to business. Humans are kind of dumb and sad that way, you know? I'm a positive soul, and I really hope that I'm wrong. But one thing I've learned in my life is that you never underestimate the power of stupid and ignorant people. Uh, great questions, my dude. I love thinking outside the box a little. I appreciate those. Let's move on to our next question. My next question is from Big Sack. Big Sack 10. Yeah, at Big Sack 10. If you can't spell that, I don't know. The sack is S-A-C. Um, his question. What's your take on John Jones' arrest? I hate on John for the memes, but honestly, I worry for the guy. It isn't normal to be firing guns drunk in a motor vehicle at 1 a.m. in downtown. Do you think he'll have his 40th I Found Jesus moment? I love him as a fighter. I'm just saying. And tell me, would Gaethje Ferguson have saved the card stylistically and pay-per-view wise? Do you think Fight Island will actually materialize? Great questions, man. Uh, as for John's arrest, I talked about it a lot on the last episode. Go check that out. Or maybe, I don't know, I'm super high, so maybe I, that was the episode that I had to delete that I didn't even get to post because everything keeps fucking changing. But as far as John's arrest, man, I'm going to leave you the simple version. Yeah, yeah, he definitely needs help. Whether or not he gets that is on him, but I think some time off would be good for him. He mentioned some things in that body cam footage that were kind of dark, like CTE and stuff like that. And maybe it should take some time to really focus on that if those are really like act if those things that he mentioned are really active in his life. And he kind of deserves it after a super busy year with fighting. Nobody talks about that, but I think he chalked up three in the last year or so. So yeah, maybe maybe he deserves a little break. Take some time and focus on John. He got back to fighting. He proved his point. He's still the most dominant ever. And yeah, take some time, man. It seems like whenever he's super active, these things happen. Um, but yeah, fuck yes. The Gaethje, the Gaethje versus Ferguson question. Fuck yes, that would have saved the card uh, stylistically, but pay-per-view wise, man, I don't know. I'm not too big on pay-per-view numbers and stuff like that. I don't focus on numbers because they can be skewed any way possible. And then when they are bad numbers, it's like they're just not going to tell us. But I don't think this fight is going to live up to the hype that is the myth that is Tony versus Khabib. That fight has so much allure behind it. And now that Gaethje could be like fighting the ring, like he could be fighting anybody. He could be fighting a zombie in that ring. And it still wouldn't have the hype behind it that fucking Khabib versus Ferguson has, man. He could be fighting the reincarnated version of Jesus on Easter in Madison Square Garden. And it still wouldn't have the vibe that Khabib and Ferguson has behind it, man. It's the MMA fight. It's the one fight 
that everyone agrees must happen to determine who's the best lightweight ever really is, man. And the funniest part about this is Justin Rowland in any of this, man. He doesn't give a shit about any of that, bro. And that's why I like this dude. He's not in awe about the fight. He's not in awe about the fighters. He's like, nope, let me come clean it up. Type my chance for a title shot? Fuck yes. Put my name in the hat. I respect Gaethje for even putting his name in that hat, bro. I'm really hyped about that. Uh, I do think Fight Island will materialize just because it's possible. Like, and, and the reason that it's there, he says the reason that he needs it is because of the uh, overseas fighters to get them somewhere because we can't let them in the U.S., so, yeah, let's get them situated. And we already see a ton of the Brazilian fighters are having trouble getting in the U.S. or anywhere for a fight. So, yeah, let it, I think that fight island is going to materialize, man. A huge portion of the UFC fighters are overseas fighters. Or, yeah, compared to me, I'm in the U.S. Great question, man. Great question. Let's move on. Ray. Ray's on my plot of soup. Make sure y'all check that guy out, man. I love his podcast. I love his podcast. Uh, if y'all don't know his handle, it's at Darce underscore Smokes. If you don't know how to spell Darce, I don't know why you're listening to an MMA podcast. But his question, his question, and bro, before I go any further, thank you. Thank you for this question. I appreciate this question. It's something that I wanted to speak on a little while ago, but I kind of forgot, and I must have got lost in my notes, but this question is a beautiful question, man. It, it is a very great question. Let's get to it. He says, why has MMA failed to reach the heights of NFL and NBA in viewerships to this point? And do I think it will ever be as big? And my answer, man, I think it's a double-edged sword, bro. I think it's the old stigma of where we come from. A lot of people, you know, the old stigma is, is human cockfighting. Even though it's clearly not, our beginnings were pretty sketchy, and we got to admit that. But the fight game has evolved right before our very eyes, and it's something has become something, like, super incredible, man. There's so many styles. There's so many disciplines. There's specialists. This game of one, is one of a kind, and it takes a special, an extremely special type of individual to love it, man. It extremely, extremely special. But like I said, it's a double-edged sword, bro. Which gets us to the other side of the blade. The other side of the problem. And I think deep down, for somebody who's super level-headed and smart and intelligent, you know deep down what that problem is. So let's play a game. We're going to play a game of who am I? So excuse my voice. Who am I? Oh, I'm going to illegally stream this event and I'm going to complain about it, man. I'm going to complain about the Reebok deal, man. I'm going to complain about the ESPN deal, even though it's just a clear evolution of the product, bro. I'm going to complain about USADA, even though they're attempting to clean this fight up, this fight game up, bro. I'm going to complain about the fighters, even though I got no skill, technique, no what they're doing. I'm going to complain about fighters being characters in order to create a buzz in a newer sport that constantly gets a number of their sales slash by illegal streaming. 
I'm going to complain about those same fighters trying to be respectful and not talk trash to create that same media hype. I'm going to complain about the judges. I'm going to complain about the referee. I'm going to complain about the president of the company. I'm going to complain so hard about a particular division that it puts it in jeopardy. I'm never even going to attempt to learn the inner intricacies of the business behind the scenes. Then I'm going to complain if a fighter doesn't do what I want them to do. Who's that? Can anybody tell me who that is? That is the typical MMA fan. That is the fans. That's right, my friend, the fans. The fans are the reason. The fans are the fucking reason. Instead of learning to pour infinite support into the sport they're supposed to love, man, they constantly bicker amongst each other. They stream fights illegally and proudly mention it in the same breath to say it's to watch their favorite fighter, bro. Like, what kind of sentence is that? You are taking money out of these fighters' pockets when you do that, bro. That is a wild-ass statement. They'll champion a fighter for months and months and months. And then the moment they lose, that fighter's trash, bro. There's no loyalty. None. People will straight up drag you for liking somebody who just lost. Case in point, Robert Whitaker. A awesome person. Amazing fighter. Amazing father. I dare you say Rob's name on Twitter. Just type in Rob Whitaker is a great middleweight. Don't preface it. Don't compare him to anyone. Just say it. A horde of stupid Izzy, Romero, and Costin and other fans are just going to pop out and trample you like Mufasa and the Lion King, bro. Compare that to the NFL. You pick an NFL team, you're in there for life. When you change teams, you're looked at like a goofy, bro. Like a fucking doof. You ride with your team, man. Through thick and thin, you purchase memorabilia. You wear jerseys. You show actual support. You rarely see this out of MMA fans. And to those MMA fans that do do this, don't feel bad about this statement. You are obviously the outliers. You know what I mean? You are the people who make this sport work. You know, but nobody in their right mind can sit here and say that these people don't exist. The large majority of MMA fans are just assholes, bro. And that's the reason why our sport has failed to reach the heights of NFL and NBA and viewerships. Sorry about it. Sorry about it. Thanks, bro. Great question. And like I said, I might be generalizing, you know, MMA fans don't. You know, it sucks. That's all. Thanks, Ray. Thank you so very much. If y'all don't know, like I said, Ray has an awesome podcast. It's called Ray's Oma Plot of Soup. You can follow him at Dark Smokes on Twitter. Real genuine ass dude, man. Awesome info always on his podcast. Make sure you go check him out. Let's move on to the next question, man. I did not mean to rage out on that question. I just, ugh. MMA fans tick me off sometimes, man. Ugh. Smokey J MMA with the next question. Make sure y'all follow him, man. Smokey J's the man. And he says, Bro, have you seen Nadia Kasim's dodgy lip filler job? I literally saw it 10 seconds ago, and it needs to be discussed. And, bro, oh my God. Oh my God, she's hurt. Oh my. He's back here. He's hurt. 
spinning back kick. That's the spinning back kick to the face, bro. And, and it's crazy, man. What the fuck happened? She was a gore, or she... You know, I don't want to sit here and be the judge, but she wasn't a bad-looking girl in the slightest. I don't know why she would do that, man, but it's not my face. Or not my... <laughs> my face. <laughs> it's not my place to judge, bro, but her face is fucked up. Her face is fucked up, man. If y'all haven't seen it, man, just go Google her name. Her doctor violated her, bro. She should beat his ass. I know she's capable of doing it, bro. Oh, my God. Ridiculous. 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 Oh, my God. Ooh, oh, my God. Ooh. Ooh. Boo. Boo her doctor. All right, last question, man. Last question. Last but not least, certainly not least, my boy, Juice Jackson, Aaronish Jackson, man. He's the man, host of Fight With Myself podcast. Uh, make sure y'all go check that out. His question, if you could choose one fighter besides John Jones, boo this man. <laughs> if you could choose one fighter besides John Jones, to be your champion in a trial by combat situation, who would you choose? And his follow-up question, what am I on trial for? Well, easy, easy answer, easy, easy, easy answer for me, especially in a trial by combat situation. I'm picking DC, and I want him to grapple fuck whoever it is. Just, just grapple fuck him. Just grapple fuck them. <laughs> like, just do it, do it. I'm the hugest John Jones fan in the world, but everybody should know by now. And my number two fighter is Daniel Cormier. Love that dude. Man's man. Stand-up guy. His follow-up question. What am I on trial for, man? All right. I do have a, a legit answer to this and don't think that I'm a maniac or something. But I would be on trial for conspiracy to, like, destroy electricity. I always had a plot to like use a gigantic EMP bomb and take out electricity. That way we would like revert back to when like people needed each other. It's a weird concept, but if you think about it a little bit, it makes a little sense. Uh, gonna leave that one, leave you with that. I'm gonna move on to my entertainment and my last word. I'm gonna take a quick break and I'll be right back. I appreciate the questions, everybody. Thank you. Also, take a rip with me. Whew, let's take a rip. Let's entertain myself before I talk about some entertainment. Woo. Big boy rips. Holy shit. All right, entertainment, man. I'm still playing the fuck out of the Final Fantasy VII Remake. But I'm also watching that Jordan doc, The Last Dance. Oh, my God. It's like 10 parts. That show is amazing, bro. It is amazing. And I'm not even the biggest basketball fan. Michael Jordan was an absolute dick. And I love it. My buddy sent me that link. There's a link floating around with all the episodes. Some, I'm on, like, what, four? And I'm, I've been, like, slowly watching that. I've been trying to, like, take my time with it so I can, like, talk about it when the timeline's talking about it. But it's hard to not watch it. It's really, really, really fucking good. Um, but besides that, I desperately need some new shows to watch, man. I'm taking all recommendations. 
I'm pretty much just watching South Park on a loop because my girlfriend loves that show. So yeah, taking recommendations on TV shows. I'm also taking recommendations on good PlayStation games to buy. I'll even play it with you. <coughs> yeah. Uh, so hit me up with shows, PlayStation game recommendations, man. Anything, because quarantine is fucking me up now. It's not like too bad. I'm really like solid mentally and stuff like that. I'm just running out of stuff to watch, man. I'm tired of getting beat up on UFC. People keep grapple fucking me. So it's like, ah, you know. Uh, I was going to come in here and give you guys an anime. Well, might, might as well. Fuck it. Anime recommendation. Watch Overlord. I think it's like four seasons deep. It's pretty good. Pretty good. It has... uh. It has vibes of the one anime where the people were stuck online. I can't think of the name of it right now. And I'm fucking blowed. Don't worry about it. Uh, Sword Art. Sword Art Online. But yeah, great show. Great show, man. As for my last word. <sighs> Listen, man. Listen. I'm saying this from experience. Learn to deal with your insecurities. If you have something that deeply bothers you, that hurts you, Learn to deal with it in your way. Don't bottle it up because it'll come out in ways that you don't expect. And it's usually lashing out at others who have no idea how they affected you and don't know what they did or said wrong. And then you got to worry about their reaction. And one thing you can't do is expect somebody to react the way that you would. You have no idea how someone feels about something. And that's it, man. That's it. I love you all. I love you all. I love you all, man. I love you all. And somebody, please wake Jessica I the fuck up. She's sleep again. I'm out. Take it easy. Peace.